Hello and welcome back to Stories RPG, the podcast where we tell stories better together. And today we are going to have a brand new arc in a brand new world. This is a a new fantasy world, Riftlings Researchers. And to help me tell stories, I am joined by three brilliant storytellers. And one of them you know and two of them you don't. So Scriv, uh, why don't you say hello since you're the one they know? Hello, hello, hello. I'm back. It's Scriv the Bard, a game designer and family-friendly writer and one of the tattered bears in our indie publishing company. It's really good to be back. Welcome back. I can't wait for this new work. (laughs) Yay. All right. And we have another Dan today. So this is not the Dan you know. This is a Dan you don't know. Apparently, there are a lot of Dans out there. There's there's, there's an absolute massive <laughs> Dan. So this is yet another Dan, but this is a new Dan. <laughs> You've heard him here once before. He actually came on for an interview. This is Dan of Almost Bedtime Theater. Would you like to say hello? Hi there. Um, yeah, my name is Dan. Um, I uh, occasionally create all-ages RPGs and then also occasionally create a, a very sporadic, family-friendly actual play podcast uh, where I get to play with my kiddo and her cousin and and try out uh, RPGs. Which is awesome and highly recommended. That's almost bedtime theater. And one of the games that, that he talked about on the show that is amazing is The Librarian's Apprentice, which is super, super cool. It's so it's good. Really- and then we are finally, last but definitely not least, joined by the illustrious Gliza. Whoa, illustrious! Hey, uh... I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you illustrious. <laughs> That's right. You now have it. Uh, hi. It's oh, part of your name. I am Gliza. Uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet over at at classical Gliza. If you find an at classical Gliza, that's me because I'm the only classical Gliza. What's up? Classical. <laughs> that's classical. That's that's beautiful. <laughs> So welcome. The one, the only, the the classical and illustrious. (laughs) So today you guys are going to join me. I should say you all are going to join me in the world of Riftlings researchers. Okay, so let me get my my full narrator voice on. Here we go. The Riftlands are scarred, but healing. A world recovering from an ancient apocalypse where the secrets of the past lie buried and forgotten, but not dead. Magic in the form of the countless species known as Riftlings has returned, and people must find a way to live in harmony with them or risk a second cataclysm. Welcome to the world of Riftlings. Thousands of years ago, the schism rent the world apart. No one now knows what caused the huge chasms that shattered the world. A war between wizards, the waking of sleeping beasts so huge they shook off the surface like a thin blanket. There are many legends and myths. One thing is certain. On the day of the schism, rifts ripped the ground apart and magic was drained from the world. And with it, riftlings, Fantastic magical beasts that once roamed the earth, sea, and skies disappeared. After thousands of years of regrowth and healing, magic has begun to return, and with it, the miraculous creatures of a lost age. The Riftlings Researchers are a society of scholars sworn to help restore the balance of magic in the world by protecting mythical creatures from extinction. 
They document new and legendary rifflings, and when they find a species in danger, attempt to help it or bring it back to sanctuary, a magical preserve where rifflings can reestablish their population and eventually be reintroduced into the wild. But not all in the world value and protect rifflings. Many fear them, and others value them only for the latent magic contained in their scales, fangs, feathers, fur, and even blood. The Riplands are vast, filled with wondrous people, strange magic, and ancient legends. A world that has not yet found a balance between civilization and the magical nature of Riftlings. You are brand new members of the Riftlings researchers, tasked with studying and saving mythical creatures. You and your bonded Riftlings prove that balance is possible, and that there can be understanding and peace. So... With all of that said, um, this is a massive world, so you are welcome to create any kind of person you can imagine, any kind of being who you'd like to, to embody. Feel free to grab a sheet, and you'll notice, um, like in all stories RPG games, there's some familiar bits. Uh, your drive, so what pushes your character to adventure and, and seek out new, new stories to get involved in. Your downfall, whatever it is you struggle with. A trait, which is a skill or a power, something that you're good at, a way that you like to solve problems, and a quirk. Now, it's a short list here because your Riftling companion is also important. We need to know, first off, what's your bond with them? And there's a list of good bonds that, that work really well. Uh, do they treat you like their cub, or are they, uh, are they treating you like their alpha? And also, of course, their magical ability. Um, and those are great ways that you'll be able to, in the story, change things and solve problems. So um, feel free to grab a sheet and uh, and talk through your ideas. And anybody who wants to is welcome to jump in here and tell me whatever it is that you're working on. Awesome. Well, I've already decided that I'm going to be a scholar. If you're familiar with me... Um... It's okay mm -hmm. if not. I always <laughs> I always pick scholar characters because I'm a nerd and I nerd FT, I'm FTW. Uh, a giant nerd and I am yep. probably going to be playing this character as a giant nerd who is obsessed with the rifflings. Yes. And yes. um they're the type of people who would be like Oh, look, there's a dragon over there and would not even notice that there is uh, an end to a cliff and would just walk uh, <laughs> past the cliff. Yeah. Uh, and because of this, I've already decided that the kind of bond that I have with my uh, riffling or my riffling companion is that mm. uh, that riffling is just there to make sure I am alive and safe. I <sighs> So this is like they, they're looking yes. after you. They, they, they're like, they're making sure you don't walk yes, off cliffs. Yes, they're, they're making and, sure and, that uh, I yeah, don't okay. die because they're like, oh my gosh. There's Do they, is this like a lick you clean because you won't take a shower kind of, and like they have to make sure. Basically, like, yeah, okay. uh, my, my riffling is always uh, frustrated because I don't take care of myself. It's one of those uh, rifflings. Ooh, ooh. Yes. Wait, wait, can we phrase it like that? Exasperated yes. at always having to, to look out yes. for your character's Absolutely. name. That's the, that's the line. Write that in. That's great. 
I love it. Um, <laughs> I I want to know what abilities it has too, because like we're gonna build this up, but like think about your yes. people. But I love that that kind of relationship is perfect. I love a good, <laughs> you know, like the 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 beast who's like gotta watch out for you, the babysitter, yes. the babysitter. That is exactly the words that I'm looking for. Uh, my 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 Beautiful. riffling companion is my babysitter, and has been for a very long time. <laughs> All right. So, oh, I should have mentioned this, but as always, and everybody at home, if you, I like to start with pictures and there's always pictures in the the games that help you get started, but you should always draw your own picture or go find a picture that you love. So there is a little link because when I play these games online, which I do in my classes, uh, we always have a giant board, a Pinterest board that's full of cool possible images that you might want to use. So if you want to go search up an image that looks that gets you inspired, by all means do it. Now Michael, I believe you've mentioned in the past that um there can be duplicates of of character types. Are you feeling scholarly? Is that why you asked? I, I was also feeling scholarly. I'm wondering <laughs> do it. if it's but I I mean because obviously it's a it's a grand idea. I'm I'm thinking maybe hmm maybe a a version of scholarly that's field more cognizant of their surroundings than perhaps the other <laughs> scholar, <laughs> just to just to throw some differentiation into the mix. Is this is this like you're writing down everything that yeah. happens? You're obnoxiously aware of what's no, going on. No, although I do think they keep a they have a field journal. They they are their fine detail is their thing, so they want to make sure they capture uh, what they can mm. there. Did anybody click the Pinterest? Are you guys looking yes. at all the pictures? Cause, cause some of these, I feel like when I see them, I'm like that one. And then immediately that, like I'm that, now I'm that person. I'm writing out my stuff first. Ooh, what are you I'll, writing out then? I'll you got to share. Oh, okay. 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 I am a wilder. Yeah. And my people are the crocodilos. <laughs> the crocodilos. <laughs> the crocodilos. Oh my gosh. So for those of you who don't know, one of my favorite prehistoric crocodile ancestors i love crocodiles anyway but there is an ancestor that looks like a crocodile armadillo combination oh it's called an armadillosuchus that's Go brilliant it it's super cool armadillosuchus <laughs> it's a croc it's like a duck build croc with armadillo plates <laughs> so good and so my companion is my big sister dilly oh beautiful the crocodile okay. Wait, is it actually? Are you actually the same the same species? We were raised together. Or are you like? No, okay, okay. I'm just checking. But I'm also green. Okay. <laughs> well, because you could be crocodile, like, you know, related. Like, okay. You could be. I, could be. I don't know. I don't know. You could technically just be a riftling yourself. It's just oh. usually riftlings aren't verbal. Um, they have magical okay. abilities, but they're not able to communicate in the ways that, you know, a lot of other peoples do. So that's what allows. Mm -hmm. The ignorant or those who have not bothered to spend time figuring it out to assume that they can't communicate. Whereas, you know, Rivling's mm. researchers are like, no, they communicate. They just do it a different way. You have to learn their way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, I saw in, in your your short list of peoples of the Riftlands, mm. I saw elves, humans, and goblins. I started with the normies, you know, just for all the people who recognize yeah, those know, guys. I think it would be kind of funny to be a smaller than average goblin who <laughs> uh, was raised with a big sister crocodilo who just kept growing. Oh, I, yeah. And I'm just waiting, waiting to get to my full size. Oh, oh. 
So you, you know have what? The assumption We're all green that, together. Like, yeah. Your assumption is <laughs> I just, just like, I will. I'm be... taking a little longer. Yeah, you're a late to, to get to my full might. You're a late bloomer. Yeah. Exactly. You're, you're going to eventually. <laughs> she just grew up a little bit so more. So do you than actually think a you're faster. a crocodile? Like, is that your thing? I am. I don't okay. think. I am. <laughs> so you are a goblin who is a crocodile. That is your identity. You are, yeah, I, I yes. love it. Okay. I love this. I don't know why you use this you're word crocodile. I don't. So. Yeah, that's it. I can use language that other people understand, but I, my growth is stunted. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I just oh. grew in different ways. <laughs> speaking, I'm so into this. Speaking of um, rifflings, <laughs> uh, I have decided that my riffling yes, is please. an octopus Ooh, that changes yes. sizes from tiny to oh, super boy. giant. Basically, it just to like kaiju. Yeah, it just changes depending on <laughs> oh the situation. Um, that's what it can do. It just changes sizes and travels in the air, not in the water. Mm. Um, it's actually very terrified of water. Uh, it's a floatopus. It's, it's it's a yeah. Okay, let's just call it a floatopus. It is. It's it's an octopus that is terrified of water and only travels in the air uh, and changes size and uh, basically uses uh, their uh, tentacles to make sure that I'm not falling down or in trouble or whatever but yes so they're like a hovering drone support system for you. They're like constantly picking you they're, up. They're uh, they're they're right there on my. They're like a little Ooh, uh, parrot on. Can it can it glob onto yes. your head and like yes. lift you up like a hat? Absolutely, it like because I feel like that would be so stylish. Absolutely, it can. Normally, it's on my shoulder like a little parrot, but sometimes it prefers to like to make sure I'm like, hey, pay attention to this thing that's gonna fall on top of you, so it would be on my head. Beautiful. Kind of thing. Yes. 100% love this. Okay. I I'm, I, 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 am, I am a big fan of the Floatopus. It doesn't have to be called a Floatopus, but I like it anyway. So the octopus, he's the only one that's terrified of uh, of his kind. Like, there are many octopuses that go, and they can travel everywhere. Mm-hmm. They can travel in the water. They mm-hmm. can travel in the air. He is the only one who is terrified of the water. So this is not a this is not like a physical thing. It's not that he can't. It's not that he can't. In he the can. He just he, doesn't want he to. Doesn't he doesn't like it. To. He likes okay. to pretend that it's because of. Oh, oh I don't. I just don't like being <laughs> wet. Water is weird. But actually, he's terrified of it for whatever reason. Okay. Hey, there's some trauma there. Something in his past. <laughs> got to respect the man's... You got to respect an octopus's yes. desires. Yes. All right. Beautiful. Has anybody else got a sense of who they're... Like, we, we need a riffling for you, Dan. Oh, I've got one. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah. The, the riffling is actually this... Uh, it is a small swarm of not quite bees that live in his hat. Uh, oh my are, goodness! They are Zendurian tailor bees. Oh no! Whoa! They make a they make a silk material, so they can they can make. Is clothes. your hat made out of the silk? Absolutely, they made the hat. Yes. Yeah. Is everything you wear made out of this material? Because I I'm gonna go with yes because I noticed you were asking if they have a bad <laughs> habit or, or or at least a problematic <laughs> habit, and I think their habit <laughs> yes. is that well. They, they're very um, conscientious about resources. And so if there is material that they've made that is not in use, they'll recycle it. They'll, they'll consume it and then use it to make something else. Oh. But their take on what in use means can be very different from mine or anyone else's. So are you telling me that you are occasionally feeling breezes in places you shouldn't? Could happen. Because <laughs> because some of your clothing has been recycled without oh, any no. clear 
uh, uh, like information, no, no uh, heads up that it's about to happen. It could happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that seems logical. Yeah, we have an accord, but uh, it doesn't always <laughs> doesn't always work. You don't always under yeah. You don't always see eye to eye, even if you even if you're like you know good with each oh, other. Oh yes. Okay. What are you? Are you um? Are you human? I oh, humans are so boring. Sorry, I'm giving away my anti-human I'm, bias. I'm envisioning uh, a, a very short human. Um, mm. but maybe maybe to the point of like gnome. It's kind of this garden gnome image in my head, admittedly. Okay. Do it. Okay. Wait. 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 You did have a. I feel like I saw. I've a added picture. it to my did slide. Has everybody? Can everybody see the picture? It's it's slide twelve, and he's adorable. Oh my goodness! He's really cute. Oh. <laughs> the, the, I like the fact that the beard is literally down to the ground. Yes, it, it, it is admittedly something I, I saw a a garden gnome, thing online, and I, I snagged it and sketched yep. over it. Um, but uh, that's yes. beautiful. What a, it's the move to make. Do it. That's there's my art. Okay, <laughs> as it is. I love it. That's great. That's beautiful, and I am hundred percent behind this. Excellent. Okay, he's a gnome. So wait, and and I should check in. Scriv, have you figured out? We had a sense of, we said we had a sense of the riffling. Do you need a pick? Are you comfortable without? I mean, I got a visual of. I I am going to be looking for a, a better a better pick. I've got something in mind. Here. I also have just so that you know an entire because you know partners in grime. I have an entire goblin deck that might have something you would like in it. <laughs> Oh, I do like the Pinterest, though. This is quite the collection. I nice. I never stop. This is good. This is good. I love that I get to collect all the riftling creatures here, too. Anytime I'm telling a story with kids, I'm always just like, I'll boot up the Pinterest in the background, grab one, and be like, this is the creature for today. Very nice. I, I particularly like uh, the the chicken witch, Henrietta. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, no. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no chicken witches. What's your What's your issue no, with chickens? Just, no, I'm telling like myself no. I have an oh, idea you can't be the chicken of witch. what I want. I can't yes, you can. change it to chicken witch. Yes, you can. You, you absolutely may. Give yourself permission to do whatever feels like it would be fun. Never hesitate. So I found a picture that is way more cool and epic than what I actually am, but this is how I see myself. This is how you see, see yourself. This is how you, okay. This is your oh, self-image. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, yep. I want to see. And I've decided my name is Dally, so we can be Dilly and Dally. Oh, that's perfect. Dilly and Dally. Um, that's adorable. The octopus's <laughs> name is Mr. Eight, and I... <laughs> No. I'm gonna name myself. It's on the nose. It's right there. Let's go. I'm gonna name myself Mister Four because of my four legs. Oh, I mean four oh arms. God, Whatever. Okay. Four. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. And can I ask, Mister Four, or are you? Are you? Are you? What? What manner of creature are you? I'm still thinking about it. Okay, because I'm like, it'll change. The number will change uh, according to the number of limbs I decide. To be, <laughs> oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there's some six limbed critters. I know. Out there I'm just yeah. looking at it. Oh. Will I be boring and be a normal human? Maybe you can be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a normal human, you can be our anchor. <laughs> you can be our normal sea anchor and walk off cliffs. Exactly. <laughs> whatever normal is with this crew. Normal is however we choose to define it. So, if both of you are scholars. I'm kind of entertained by the fact that, or the idea of how it would have been when we first met. 
and you stumble upon this tiny goblin child just <laughs> ripping into some food with a big old crocodile. <laughs> so this is the reason that Riffling's researchers are so much fun is it's not just, you know, <laughs> academics. This is not just as a, these are anybody who has that connection to the wild. So somebody who was raised by by Riftlings totally counts. I just to be clear, uh, whenever I have students, students are always like wilder. Because who doesn't want to be raised by of beasts? Course. It gives you so much excuse to do the things Guilty. that you want to do. I am just a child. <laughs> I mean, amen. Aren't we all? I mean, like, come all on right. now. I have I have decided to be a normal human, but also Oh wow. Let's do like a old grandpa. <laughs> Yes. I love so it. So I am a go. grandpa who is just not like, who is just not taking care of himself because he's just so excited about the world. And he's just, ooh, oh, this no. is amazing. And um, Mr. Eight is like, Mr. Four, what are you doing? Yeah, let's do that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, no. no, Mr. Four, stop. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Four is sharp as attack. He's just okay. old. Uh, he's, he's just Fair. like, he's just, he doesn't, he's lived long enough where he, so the, the main thing is like for the longest time, he's being very careful, taking care of himself or whatever. And he's retired from whatever he's job done with all that. He's now. retired. Yeah. And now he's like, I want to do my heart's passion, which is studying and finding I'm all of this. All the rifflings. All the riflings. That all is my them. goal is mm-hmm. to see all of the rifflings. Mm-hmm. And to the point where like he doesn't care anymore. It's like, well, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And Mr. Eight is like, no, Mr. Four. <laughs> Please, like, no Mr. Four. Me. Yeah. <laughs> this this makes me automatically ask the question. Yes. Okay. So is his his drive because you're you're basically describing his drive. His drives if his goal is to see all the rifflings, is his drive to like finally finally chase my dreams basically he has spent most of his life being careful taking care of his himself uh um and also making sure that you know um he provided for his family and stuff like that like he is retired very old school he okay. is like he worked hard he's retired and now he wants to have fun Okay, wait. I've done my duty. Now I want to live. Exactly. Is, 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 that okay, is, that's that the, is that's I have done drive. my duty, and now it's my turn to live. Let's go. Okay, write that in. That's so good. I love it. Do you want that that's, for uh, the drive then? If you if you are comfortable with it, you are also welcome to grab any of the lines that you like from the bottom, whatever works for you. Because the rule is these lines are to guide you as a storyteller. They're kind of like your anchor. Um, so does everybody have enough of their lines good that they can sort of get ready for specials? I think so. I think I have everything but my core. I, I think I'm pretty good except possibly my drive. I think my downfall is I have no care for my well-being. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not worried about the health of my body. Only about the life of my it's, mind. It's only for the for my brain. That's what matters. Yeah, that's that what We're going to be a couple of chaos buddies <laughs> oh, because that that's very nicely in line with my downfall. I don't think before Sweet. I act. Instinct only. And I tend to let guts, gut instinct take over. You're a crocodillo. <laughs> Put it in my mouth. I'm going to eat it. Death roll. Death I'm roll. I'm constantly hungry. 
So my trait is that I am constantly hungry, and I'm hoping that if I eat more and eat good food, I'll grow bigger and stronger. I just haven't found the right food yet. Can we add that you can eat anything? Like, because that's a trait. Yes. Let's lean in. Let's lean. I mean, I'm I'm channeling partners in grime here, big (laughs) mouth. Like, let's go. Let's do the like. Yeah, I'll try anything. I don't mind. I'll bite right through metal. No problem. I mean, Dilly has these powerful jaws that can crunch things down. So even if I have trouble with my underdeveloped jaws, uh, <laughs> Dilly can just kind of crush it up for me and I'll just stuff my cheeks. Can my trait be somebody that's easily uh, trusted? Because, oh, you know, a, uh, no, 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 no. People can oh, no. look at my face. Oh, so you're easily People look trusted? at my face. I'm I'm a grandpa, right? I, I look really I nice. I will trust you implicitly, a, Grandpa. For easily, <laughs> people trust me too easily. That's a great one. Yes. that's great. People trust my kind face. Eh, people trust go. my grandpa face. Okay. Mm. Whatever. I'll just put kind <laughs> people, face. I like. Wait, you know what? I like. People trust my grandpa face. Yeah, let's something just do that. about that makes me happy. I like. People that. trust my grandpa face. I got a grandpa, grandpa face, face, and I will use it on you. <laughs> Love you grandpa will. faces. Oh. Yeah, so That's, I'm Mr. Oh, Four the yeah. Human now. Yeah. I've decided. Okay. Uh, people trust my grandpa face. Yeah, because Sweet. why wouldn't they? Because I'm a grandpa. I've been around. It's exactly, fun. exactly. All right. Is Grandpas know everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to start with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just to remind everyone, you also get a special. And your specials, they're on slides 17 and 18. I've got a few written up, but you can really write your own. The way a special works is it's a little bit like a line. It can give you a die, right? But it also allows you once per game to have an exceptional success. This is your thing you're awesome at. It's your moment of cool in a story. Um, And so what that allows you to do is move up the result of a roll one full category. So it can make a failed roll where you've got drama but no success into trouble with a triumph. It can make trouble with a triumph into a straight-up triumph. And possibly the most exciting, it can make a triumph into a double triumph, which allows you to get, you know, super wins. So there's a few here that are are world-specific, like uh, Trick Rider. You're really good at riding your your Riftling. And so you can upgrade a success to uh, a roll once per game when you're riding a Riftling. You could be magical scholar. You can up, upgrade a success to use magic once per game when you're given time to study. You have to have time to study because you're you're a scholar. Uh, alpha roar. You can upgrade when you're trying to cow someone or make them listen to you. If you really want to be like, you know, you've you've studied with your riftling. Um, there's beast scholar. That one I was thinking about for for um, for Gramps there for Mister Four. Um, that one lets you upgrade to know lore about a critter oh yeah absolutely so i was i was okay, like okay. be scholar for me yeah. <laughs> grandpa do that mr Ford. it's mine actually you know what for um dilly dilly you might like uh beast moves beast moves allows you to move like a beast yeah oh, go ahead, i was go thinking ahead. about either beast moves or a trick rider because it is often easier to get around through the wilds if i'm like and i'm dally by the way dilly's my sister Goodness gracious. I don't know why get, people get us mixed up. I do want to you know, know um, uh, it could be something that uh, Mr. 8 discovers but mm. uh, in the game while we're playing, but Mr. 8 can travel through anything. 
Ooh. Uh, like through stone, through, you know, he can travel. He can oh, swim through anything. But he just hates water. Just doesn't want to go through water. Yes, he absolutely hates water. I keep forgetting that we have, like, abilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like magic. You're, you're rifting. So most magic, to be clear about this, most magic in this setting is not used by any peoples. We've forgotten how. Okay. Because for a long time, it was gone from the world. And then for a long time after that, it was just terrifying. And everybody was like, no, that broke the world. And if anybody used magic, it was sort of like, no, jump them. Uh, Riftlings are back now, and they are the primary source of magic in the world. And this is what makes them both fascinating and compelling, and also for a lot of people, frightening. It also means that they're sometimes seen as a source of power. And... There are those who would seek to exploit that power for their own ends. So if there's an ability that's really magic out there, it's probably attached to a rift. You don't have people, you know, there's no wizards running around slinging spells. It's more like if you if you're good friends with a riftling, maybe they'll maybe they'll let maybe maybe they'll do a thing for you, you know? Did you find yourself a special Dan? I think so. So I, I changed my drive to mm. um because I was wanting to make it uh, something a little grander, it sounded like. The drive is to find the mm-hmm. patterns in the world. And I like the idea that perhaps that his take on the tactician specialty is mm. he's he's seeing and recognizing patterns and relationships in what's occurring and can offer oh, a I suggestion like on how to to come at it from, you know, work as a team to accomplish something. It's very bee-like, too, because it has that sense of, like, we're very organized and ordered, and we're looking for the how mm-hmm. of things. I like that a lot. That's fun. Um, personality for Mr. Ape mm-hmm. the Octopus. He's a calm yes. octopus normally, but gets panicked in two situations and only two situations. Mm. One, when Mr. Four is in danger, which happens all the mm-hmm. time. And two, when it's suggested that he swims in the water. Those are the two things that panics him but normally i love it when he's just you know talking to other people he's a very calm octopus well wait does he talk because no most, he talks to most me. riftlings don't okay, he talks okay. i uh mr four and mr eight somehow can talk to each other and it's okay. just mr four talking out loud and mr eight just sort of like making bloppy noises making bloppy noises but it it yeah. sounds it sounds like <laughs> this like super like blop 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 Blop, blop. Very like eloquent. I will occasionally, blop if you noises. allow me, blop um, for for Mister Eight. Absolutely, if you, let me. you can you can you can absolutely blop for him. Um, okay, well, but well, you can come I, up with like I got excited. You you can come up with like how the blop sounds. Um, but I really it's want to be you, really farty noises because I really like it's farty fine, noises. But, but I want to okay. hear like where, like I want to hear there's a difference between his calm blops and his uh-huh. like super panic. Oh my god, Mister Four. Um, blops. Totally. A hundred percent. Okay. How close are we with specials and lines? Just. I'm sticking with the beast moves. Mm -hmm. I'm sticking with the beast scholar. Um, I think Mm -hmm. I just think Mm. some, I need a quirk. Same. So the way I always describe quirks and I actually end up, I usually, when I make characters, I swear, I, I almost always start with a quirk because quirks are the weird, unique thing that is memorable about you. So all of these are designed to be things that help you tell stories, right? And one of the things that can make a character in a story really pop 
is whatever the weird thing is that sort of stands out. Are they always fiddling with that one puzzle? Do they always seem to have food somehow on them, even though they just swam? They pull out like a dry bag of something and start munching on it. Whatever it is, you found it can be, my quirk. It can be for me a funky smell. I did. What is it? Is it the grass stem? No, always have food with me because I, that supports the trait. That's true as well. I'm always hungry, so I should probably always keep some right. Well, and since you can eat anything, I suppose that gives you a lot of space. <laughs> you can carry anything along with you as food. Just munching on a rock. Um, my quirk is. Uh, Mr. Four always loses his glasses, but it's always just at the top of his head. <laughs> Where so are my he can glasses? Never find his, <laughs> oh, can never find his glasses. Yeah. And they're always mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. yeah they're always, I love that. Yeah. They're always right there. That's relatable. Yep. I'm feeling Beautiful. a little called out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's my it's my thing too. Uh, I can't find my glasses. Tan's like, don't, don't. My shame. <laughs> so uh, is that is that is everybody good to go as an intro like to close the first session zero? I can also do a mm. little like intro of sanctuary and the world mm. so that you guys all <gasps> know what good. you have been up to yeah, for the last couple months of your lives. Does that work? Yes, mm. that works. Okay, great. So you are all new recruits um, for the Riftlings researchers, and for the last few months, you have been dwelling at sanctuary which is a magically protected preserve where the abilities of Riftlings are used to separate and create individual environments for different types of magical creatures. There is a frozen enclosure. There's a series of caves under the ground where many of the sightless Riftlings dwell. There is a desert. Um, Every one of these uh, smaller environments is protected by a wall of myconodomes. These are a riftling species of uh, mushroom, a fungus, that if it's grown in the right way and you use the right species, helps preserve a given environment within the space that they contain and around them. So all of you have been brought to Sanctuary and you've been, you've been in class for the last several months. And this includes field classes, observing different riftlings in their natural habitats, it includes all sorts of lore classes, which I imagine Dilly has eaten several books that really they shouldn't have. You can't prove it. <laughs> they, they, they caught you with the pages. They just smelled so I good. Mean, the smell of I needed fiber. Definitely compelling. Yeah. And, uh, and all of you have had a lot of time to do work with your Riftlings, because part of being a researcher is also learning to be in tune with your Riftling and learning to use their abilities, like how how they can help you and how you can help them. So becoming better in balance. Um, All of you have also been given a number of different tasks. You've been having to look after different creatures in the different biomes because anyone who's brought back, any species that's brought back to Sanctuary is brought back because they're in danger. Um, Whether it's from hunting or poaching or from environmental issues. Uh, this is why they're here, to be helped. Um, all of you are very close to graduating, and all of you have been given various uh, various responsibilities. One thing you've noticed, you've had very few instructors. Um, you were expecting more researchers to be at Sanctuary, but many of them seem to be out on field research. Most of your studies have been with Dr. Denizen, 
who is an elderly and very friendly um, elf whose ears drop almost to the ground. And uh, But she's been your primary instructor, and you've all had to do a little bit more than you should, um, really, as new recruits. And it seems clear to you that something's been going on that's been pulling researchers away. And on the morning, uh, as it dawns that you are all um, waking up, you're greeted by a horrific cry. Um, and it's coming from the, the border between the jungle and the desert biomes. You hear... <laughs> and immediately, one of the other researchers you know, her name is Grimbrim, um, and she hollers out, It's the rhinopedes! And you immediately know what's happening. The rhinopedes are in mating season. Oh, and they no. have very large mating, oh, mating spaces that they need to occupy. And you did just have a young male introduced to the enclosure. And clearly, there's some problem between the two rhinopede males um, that possibly may lead to spillage into other uh, biomes. They're just having a dance yeah, off. Exactly. That's, That's all. exactly right. Oh, I am. Grandpa's <laughs> going to be like, it's okay. It's just some red hot blooded male that needed to take care of some red hot blooded male stuff. It's oh, no. all right. <laughs> Grimbrim, uh, you, you hear Grimbrim. Um, she's she's currently airborne. Uh, Grimbrim calls herself that because her her um, her hat is actually a riftling. It's called a brimmer. A brimmer is a kind of riftling that can fly. Uh, there's a lot of rumors about them. They're supposed to suck your brains out. They're awful. They're vampiric, et cetera, et cetera. Grimbrim is very offended by all of these things. Um, she is currently, she's taken off and she's soaring towards the enclosure. She turns around and she goes, get out of bed, get moving. And that's, that's where we'll end for today. All right, everyone, we're going to say bye right there. And we'll start next time with the question of what we're going to do about the rhinopedes. Um, can we do a round of shout outs for everyone? Anything you would like to say to anybody? It always keeps the vibes. I think positive. I'm just really excited to see all of the characters in action. I am very much (laughs) excited to see the kind of friendship these three have because they work together. And I just, I can't wait to like, just riff on like, hey, we've been friends for a while, you know, kind of thing. And just just come up with like silly background (laughs) flashbacks. I like that in any other story, every single one of your characters would have been the comic relief. (laughs) (laughs) And you're... (laughs) I love that you all were just like, how weird can I be? Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> like, I love that. You've created the perfect world for it, Michael. Oh, well, <laughs> this one's a fun one. There's, I love I love Rifflings. They're really fun. All right. Well, in that case, it's time for us all to say bye. 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 Oh, that was beautiful. That was like harmonic.